0: everybody. Hi. My name is Brain Turner.
1: And I'm Lily Petit.
0: And welcome back to our third episode of the Prosperity Project. Thank you guys so much for stopping by. We're super excited for this episode and we think it's going to be an awesome one.
1: Yeah, so today's episode is about recognizing problems and resources in our district that students of D38 have identified and what we can do to solve them.
0: So recently, I would say um, three or four months ago, so not super recently, but Uh, We sent out a form to anyone that wanted to uh, give us feedback and kind of just asked them some questions like what specific changes could be implemented to improve student mental health in our district, Um, and if you had any stories you'd like to share with us, or how you could rate the current state of mental health resources in our district. And we got a lot of feedback, Um, and we kind of looked through a lot of the um, feedback, and we saw a reoccurring theme through a lot of them, and this kind of related back to the counselors. Now, (laughs) this may sound bad. It may sound like I'm throwing the counselors under the rug. Um, but uh, that's not what I mean because I think the counselors at LPHS specifically I don't know about PR um, but I think they're doing an amazing job especially academically wise they're like making sure all our schedules are up to date and making sure our grades are up to date for sports and whatnot Um, and they're really kind people and they wish us the best but it seems a lot of these students feel like the counselors haven't made the best connection in terms of the students mental health Um, so yeah
1: Yeah, and I feel like that can definitely take a toll on students as the word counselor, at least when I um, come to think of it, is just, like, someone who's there for more social aspects of school um, rather than academic. But obviously we can't, like, we, we can always have both. So I think implementing some more, I guess, effort towards connecting with students on a personal level and just asking them, how their mental health is doing and how they're like feeling about school and out of school, in and out of school, I think would be really good to at least introduce to LP and PR.
0: Yeah, exactly. I think uh, it'd be a great idea. Um, I might bring it up to Mr. Connor and maybe, because um, I know PR already has some stuff. Um, Thomas Fry did some stuff to better the counseling situation regarding mental health. Yeah. Um, but I was thinking about bringing it up to Ms. O'Connor um, and having the counselors every quarter of the year um, just send out an email to every student in their grade because obviously every counselor has um, a specific grade they're working with. yeah. And to every student. And it kind of would just ask them what's going well for them, what's not working, what's negatively affecting their mental health. And then if the student didn't want to respond, that you know that's on them. They don't have to, they're, they can do whatever they want. But if they do, then the counselor, you know, takes note of that and responds and says, okay, here's a bunch of resources um, and kind of lets it settle until the next semester. Or not semester, sorry, quarter. And then reaches back out and says, hey, uh, last quarter, these were the problems that were affecting you and this is about working well. Can you let me know how you're doing? And I think having a quarterly system of just counselors checking in on students is such a good idea. Yeah, um,
1: I totally agree. Yeah. I, mean, I feel like that would help us a lot.
0: Yeah, and – um, in the student services area, there also is a woman named Mrs. L. Um, She also goes by Debbie, but she's our school psychiatrist. And I don't think a lot of people know about her, mm-hmm. um, but she's such a wonderful person. And she's part of so Coalition, which is a mental health group in the Tri-Lakes area that works to just sponsor events um, regarding mental health and... Uh, Yeah, kind of like – that's essentially what it is. Yeah. (laughs) But, um, yeah, she kind of brought me into it um, along with Miss O'Connor. And she's a wonderful person, and she's there. And if you guys need to reach out to her, she's such a good resource. She's a wonderful woman. And she is our school psychiatrist, so I think she is the best person to reach out for if you're looking for, um, you know, that super close resource in our school. So her name – again, her name is um, Debbie Sell. She goes, um, I guess, Mrs. Sell. Um, but yeah, she's a wonderful person mm-hmm. and yeah, you guys should definitely reach out. So, so nice. yeah, another topic, um, that I saw a little bit was just pressure apparently that was being put on students for academic success.
1: Yeah. I feel like that's honestly something that at least we all can relate to just a little bit. Yeah, um, sure. just because of just the social pressures and maybe like if our friends are super, Like, involved in school and like constantly pushing themselves, then obviously we want to push themselves just as much as they are. Um, But I think it can totally have a toll on your mental health as it's just like constant pressure and just trying to keep up with everything and stuff like that. But yeah.
0: So, one of my friends that I went to middle school with, she went to PR. um, And she reached out to me and she talked about. These pressures that were really affecting her, Um, and she said she got hospitalized um, for personal reasons. And when she came back, she was expected to get all of her assignments that she had missed done within one week, or they'd be missing, Mm -hmm. which is ridiculous. Yeah, that's like that's. I don't think there's any other way to put that. Like prioritizing someone's grades over the fact that they were just hospitalized Mm -hmm. is. It's on. It's like frankly, like disappointing. You know. Yeah. And I know there's a lot of teachers that totally understand um, that sometimes you can't get assignments in on time where you have yeah. stuff, and they're willing to do that. But I feel like the larger majority exactly. um, has made it like a mission to <laughs> be like get your assignments in on time. This is the top one, number one priority, and like you need to find time for this, and like. One of my favorite teachers, um, she was an English teacher, I'm not gonna call her out, Mm -hmm. um, even though she's my favorite, but (laughs) she had a policy where even if you turn stuff in late, um, she would still give you full credit because she found out um, through this specific research that um, by setting a deadline for a lot of these assignments, students were instead of actually trying to learn the material um, and grow, they were just worried about getting in on time. And oftentimes yeah. that would re- result in cheating or yep. even plagiarizing and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and Where so, it's yeah. It's like
1: obviously it benefits both the student and the teacher if those deadlines are yeah. kind of like, I don't know, like not as set. Yeah. Because the teacher is going to get probably better work as it's going to be more thought,
0: thoughtful. Yeah, exactly. And then the
1: student is yeah. going to not feel rushed and not feel terrible about not turning it in. Yeah, on time and worried about late points.
0: And, I, and I'm and i not saying, obviously, like, oh, let's just get rid of deadlines. Yeah, like, yeah. But I think uh, our – and and it's not just our district, but I feel like many districts, you know, all around the nation have this, like, strict, strict policy that, like, you have to get it on this deadline. And I think there should be, like, maybe, like, a three-day period, you know, get it in mm-hmm. within these three days. Um or like it extends two more days after the deadline um and i think that would just allow for students to not only create better work within their you know homework but um balance their lives better because a lot of kids are like oh my goodness i just got home from soccer practice at you know nine or i just had my piano lesson or something like that and they come home at nine and then they have you know an hour and a half assignment and something and it's and then they have another an hour and yeah. an hour and a half assignment, and then by the time they're done, it's like 12 or one, and they, you know, they should be asleep by like two hours by then. So I think yeah. there's just this like stigma in um, not only our district, but I think there is a lot of academic stress um, that has been kind of hovering, and students are expected to meet these kind of unrealistic standards, you know, an hour of homework for every class, like every night, it's just yeah. sometimes it's just a little bit ridiculous.
1: And it also has stuff to do with the future, too. I mean, just worried about being competitive enough in academics for college and stuff like that. And I feel yeah. like that can have a huge, again, toll on yeah. mental health, um, just worrying about that. But I mean, I'm trying to think of other ways we can improve that specifically within our district. Um, but I mean, yeah,
0: yeah. that's, that's definitely... <laughs> A much bigger problem and doesn't have you know a specific answer yeah but it's something to think about and I think the best thing you can do as a student if you're struggling with this is talk to your teacher and obviously the worst thing they can do is be like no and that's obviously not right if you're in the wrong situation but yeah. I think the best thing to do is just be like hey I'm really struggling now is not the best time can I please have a couple extra days mm-hmm. and just try and find that flexibility within your schedule but
1: yeah
0: it still doesn't take away from the fact that
1: yeah
0: the academic stress is kind of over the top yeah. there's just a the stigma that the people's grades are prioritized over everything, over their well-being, over their mm-hmm. mental health, which is not yeah. right, you know?
1: And I feel like our counselors could be there for us in that aspect, too. Yeah. I mean, just with, I mean, I know LP's counselors are already super good yeah. at managing academics, and obviously we want to keep that up. So maybe they could, we could possibly implement a system where, like, kids could go and, like, kind of set up, like, schedules, maybe. Yeah on just like when to do certain things. Yeah. I mean, that's just kind of like, I don't know. No, that's, that's a, an idea.
0: No, I, I like that because I, I mentioned this in the first podcast a while ago, and this he's a, he's actually going to be a freshman in college, but he was a senior last year at PR. Um, and I talked to him a little bit and he implemented this thing called bear time at PR, which is like 30 minutes. I don't know if it's every day or every other day, but it's just 30 minutes for students to just interact and have a break from school, mm-hmm. which I think is so key. Um, because it's, a lot of the times, you know, that five-minute passing period is not enough for 10 yeah. minutes or whatever it is. Um, and sometimes lunch, you don't get to see a lot of your friends. So I think just having 30 minutes where everyone can interact um, and even just, like, using that time to create a schedule. And, like, if mm-hmm. teachers are like, hey, take the first five to 10 minutes to create a schedule, um, then I think that would be very beneficial to a lot of students. And if yeah. students don't want to do that, you know, that's up to them. And then it's on them if it doesn't work out. But just mm-hmm. providing that... Specific uh, option time. Yeah. and resource for the students, I think, is a really good thing. And, so.
1: honestly, like, just having, like, having something, like, Bear time, I think, would be super cool to have at LP, because I had it at my old school um, where I used to live, and yeah. I just remember being super close with that specific teacher that I was assigned to be with, mm-hmm. and um, all the kids who were also in my group, and it just felt like a super sp- safe space, yeah. so, I don't know, it was, like, We did a couple of different things, like we did meditation for the first five minutes and then we just talked, which was honestly really good. So another problem that um, students brought up within the forum was just the um, occurrence of transphobia, homophobia, um, racism, and then just the occurrence of gossip also just within our district. And I think that happens in a lot of high schools, um, not just specifically ours, but... That doesn't mean that we can't do anything about yes. it as a district. I think yeah. we should definitely um, take initiative of, the, of that and make it more of a safe space for everyone, Yeah. no matter what, what they identify with. Yeah. Um,
0: so obviously, I think the first obvious thing is if you see this happening by anyone, especially if it's reoccurring and um, consistent, especially if it's directed towards anyone, is to report it. Yeah. Because um, that's, you know, just disgusting and someone should never be saying anything like this, but... You as a person, um, if you're being targeted for something like this, I think one of the best things you can do uh, is to try and create a group or join a group um, that raises awareness on these things and you know tries to prevent them in the future. I know. Um, at Lewis Palmer High School, we have the GSA, the Gay Straight Alliance Club, which is by Ms. Cell. Mm-hmm. Um, and Mrs. Darkman. Or sponsored by Ms. Cell, if I'm not mistaken. Then we also have um, a bunch of other clubs that uh, are oriented towards you know a specific group of people, and that you know that's their safe place. So please, please, if you see this happening, I think the best thing you can do is report it to a teacher and just get involved um, in any way you can. I think just uh, getting in a group or starting a group yeah. uh, is one of the biggest things you can do. I think yeah. starting a group,
1: yeah, by all means. I mean honestly, there's like the more awareness you can spread, just the better. So everyone's aware and you know wants to. Create a safe space for everyone.
0: Yeah, I think if you've been thinking about creating like a club or anything, you know, through school or not, I think this mm-hmm. should be um, your sign. Because even like in our forum, we got a lot of people saying, I wish we had more student-led clubs relating to mental health or, you know, it doesn't even have to be around mental health, just like benefiting something, benefiting people, you know. I, I think um, having a lot of student leadership out there and a lot of student voice is what is missing, And I think that's what we're here to try and do is just be um, a student voice and you guys can listen to us and realize not, you're not having problems by yourself and other people are going through the same stuff. Um, exactly. So I think just having or starting a group and using your voice, especially through the school, is one of the biggest things you can do. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I
1: totally agree. Um, easing out of the topic of forum feedback that we received, we just wanted to talk about 988, which is a... Um, suicide and Crisis Lifeline, and it's pretty much the equivalent to 911. And it's open 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and it's for the US. And it was just released today, actually, July 16th. And their goal is to improve crisis services and advancing suicide prevention by empowering individuals. And then just building awareness, which I think is super cool and super beneficial to our mental health resources.
0: Yeah, exactly. I think it, one of the most amazing things that covers, you know, all degrees of mental health um, It is oriented towards the youth. It's oriented towards minorities. It's oriented towards veterans. Um, and I think whatever you're looking for, if you're really struggling, you should reach out to this because I think this has been a missing resource for a lot of people. And even just in our form, some students at our school said an honest hotline would be amazing. So if you're feeling like this is a valuable valuable resource, please reach out to them. They're open 24-7. You can either text or call or if someone you know, um, you think this would be beneficial to, feel free to send it to them um, because it just came out today and I think this is gonna be very valuable in the future. Yeah. Another resource uh, we wanted to send you guys to um, was the Office on Women's Health. We'll make sure to um, leave that in our Instagram caption on our new post. Um, but it's by the US Department of Health and Human Services and it has numbers that you can call or talk to for almost any form of mental health, um, trauma, abuse, anything. Like literally, there's a number for anything. I think that's a great place to go to uh, if you're struggling. If you also wanna get involved here locally uh, in the Tri-Lake Center, there is So Coalition, which obviously I mentioned before. Lily and I are both a part of that and we've been a part of that for a while. They host events and they sponsor events relating to mental health. Uh, And we had one recently in March called The Monumentaries, which was an amazing uh, film event where we learned um, about specific students and what they went through regarding their mental health. And it was through film, which I thought was amazing. There's also resources on the Lewis Palmer website as well. So feel free to check that out. Um, There's plenty of resources. And they're local, too, um, which makes it even better. It's easier access. But um, yeah.
1: Yeah um again thank you guys so much for tuning in today um we really appreciate your support and again um please uh, fill out the form if you have any feedback to give about the current resources and the current state of um the d38 district um, mental health situation
0: thank you guys so much for tuning in and we can't wait for the next one bye
1: bye